Hello and welcome to Paper to Podcast. Today's episode is a real no-brainer, pun intended. We're delving into the fascinating world of neuroscience to discuss a recent paper published in Nature Neuroscience. The paper, titled Regional, Circuit, and Network Heterogeneity of Brain Abnormalities in Psychiatric Disorders, is the brainchild of Ashley Siegel and colleagues. The researchers embarked on a mission to map out the brain landscape of individuals with psychiatric conditions like ADHD, autism, bipolar disorder, depression, obsessive-compulsive disorder, and schizophrenia. The plot twist? Despite these conditions being as different as chalk and cheese, brain changes were often found in the same circuits or networks. So it's like different people taking different routes to end up at the same party. The study involved a staggering 1,294 people with one of these conditions and 1,465 people without. They discovered that changes in gray matter volume, which is essentially the stuff in your brain, were found in the same area in less than 7% of people with the same diagnosis. However, these changes were part of the same functional circuits and networks in up to 56% of cases. So the location of the changes might differ, but they're often part of the same wiring. It's like different houses having different layouts, but the same basic plumbing. The researchers took a more personalized approach, using a method called normative modeling to map out the normal range of brain structure for a large group of healthy individuals. Think of it as creating a Google Maps of the brain, and then comparing each person's brain to this normative model. They divided the brain into over 1,000 regions and examined how these deviations are connected within brain networks. The authors deserve a round of applause for their innovative use of normative models and their focus on the heterogeneity of brain abnormalities within psychiatric disorders. This study makes a strong case for looking at the bigger picture rather than trying to squeeze everyone into the same diagnostic box. However, the study isn't without its limitations. It does not connect the brain abnormalities found to individual symptoms or clinical profiles. In other words, we don't know if these changes are actually the culprits of the mental health conditions they were examining. The study also did not include data on people under 18 or over 64 years old, so the findings might not apply to these age groups. Despite these limitations, the research could potentially revolutionize the approach to diagnosing and treating mental illnesses. By identifying the common neural circuits impacted across different psychiatric disorders, clinicians could develop more targeted treatment strategies. Imagine going from a one-size-fits-all strategy to a tailor-made approach. This could lead to more effective therapies, fewer side effects, and more precise diagnoses. So, the next time you think about mental health, remember it's not just about what changes, but where those changes fit into the bigger picture of the brain. It's high time we gave mental health the spotlight it deserves. You can find this paper and more on the paper2podcast.com website.